Alright, you're listening to episode 117 of the Chattering Classes. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email at chatteringpod at gmail.com. That's chatteringpod at gmail.com for all your chattering needs. Now, on with the show. Alright, I am talking to my wife. Hello, Justine. Hello. Uh, happy anniversary. Anniversary? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I don't I know. I haven't forgotten our anniversary, surely. <laughs> no. Not our, not our wedding anniversary, no. no. No, it's our, I don't know, our first date or something, thing. I don't know if today's the oh. day or anything like that. We're being, we're actually being joined by our cat that's decided to come and join attention us. and <laughs> Look licking his, his privates right in front of us. Licking his private area. Yep, there Thank you go. You. Um, it's we've been together twenty years. How about that? Twenty years. Yep. Aren't we, you know, only just a day or two over twenty ourselves? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, it feels like. <laughs> Does it? Yes. Apart from getting up out of. Soft chairs. Mm. <laughs> that can be a trouble. Um, what do you remember about those heady days when we first started going out? It was 20 years ago. 2002? Must have been August. Um, hanging out at Beach's house mainly. Yeah. We, what did we do with our time? We, we sort of spent the first month watching Seinfeld, right? Yes, I'd forgotten about that. Yes, we did. And eating cheese uh-huh. and cake. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> I remember much. that. Because you were working at uh, West, In right? the night and you were working in the day. Yeah. And so you would just come over at, I don't know, one. We'd watch a few episodes and of sleep, Seinfeld. And hang out and sleep on the lounge, wouldn't I? So, yeah, sleep on house. the sofa bed. And then watch him get up and eat breakfast in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, he would get up and every now and then we'd look up and he'd be staring at the wall eating his breakfast. <laughs> Didn't I say, why does he stare at the wall? <laughs> why are you staring at the wall? Come and talk to us. But it was six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then we'd go back to sleep. Yeah. I don't I don't think I was working very much. It was quite <laughs> he was nice. probably trying to ignore the two freeloaders <laughs> sleeping was, in his lounge. I was I paying would... 12 cents rent or something. I'm sure it was very little. No, he was very hospitable. He was very... He just, I think he was very annoyed that every time he would... <laughs> I think there might have been a couple of days where he may have left and we were on the lounge and come home and I don't know if we'd moved. <laughs> and was, we didn't care. No, it's good good times. But yeah, 20 years. Yes, well, there you go. But <clears throat> we, we're doing a, a very special episode uh, tonight because I just wanted to talk uh, very briefly about our connections with someone who we lost recently mm. and that's Olivia Newton-John. Mm-hmm. Um, and our connections to Olivia Newton-John really come from uh, two areas, really. It's, it's Greece. Yep. And uh, and their later, <laughs> her later uh, encounters with John Travolta, shall we say. Encounters is probably the right word. Um, collaborations. Collaborations. But we'll get to that. And anyone who knows us. And follows us, especially around Christmas time. Knows our obsession. Know, knows where this is headed. But I would, wanted to ask you about 
Olivia Newton-John, is there any other connections? Do you remember, for example, like the physical video when that oh, came out? No, I know what it is. I don't think I've ever watched the whole thing, but right. I've heard that it's... Um, it's good to watch. I should watch it. Yeah, it's absolutely. Storyline. Storyline. <laughs> story yeah. um, good plot. I heard an interview the other day where she was saying she was really concerned about the lyrics being too sexual and it wasn't getting airplay right. and it was, um, you know, being frowned upon. It wasn't getting airplay. It was her idea to, well, in certain um, more right. conservative areas. Huh. And then it was her idea to say, let's make it like about working out. Yes. And, you know, like bring aerobics into it. So moving it away from that just being about. Well, I know, I mean, I don't. The sexual connotation. I, I, I guess it's quite easy for me to look up, but I won't. But I have a feeling it was like 1982 or something like that. So I was quite young. And I remember the video. Well, the video was, really made it. And that's what yeah. really kind of set it. Yeah. And so it was a good number of years before I realized. Wait, the, the, let's get physical. But, exactly. I mean, you just associate it with the workout. How many songs from the 80s are, <laughs> that we grew up on? Probably, and I, I have very clear memories of at primary school or infant school doing aerobics. And when I think about it now, it's I'm so excited and let's get physical. They're all sex songs. <laughs> but you're like, oh, yeah, all the kids are dancing. This is about, yeah. this is about what it's about. Yes, it's that's a, right. You just instantly yeah, associate yeah. it. But I remember, I remember the video being, yes, like so different from everything else it's just it's, i probably have seen it oh, i have seen it but not for ages and it's, watch it again it's kind of like now if someone said let's have an 80s party like we're gonna have an 80s party and maybe it'll be a bit different because of stranger things influences and things but that was always the go-to is like the Lycra, yeah the leggings the leotards yeah the, the massive headbands yeah wristbands. She, was, she was pretty big i mean I think we all went through the rite of passage of the Grease obsession and just singing it all the time and wanting to be Sandy and yep. just absolutely loving her and singing those songs all the time. So you always wanted to be Sandy? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was primary school age. Yeah. We all just loved well, Oh, I know, but I like, you know, didn't want to like be... Was Grease re-released or something in the 80s? I feel like it was massively big So what? 80s. what? And I talked to a couple of people during the week about this as well. Was So Grease was... It's always one of those things that always seem to be on TV. Yeah. And so I don't know if I had it on video, but if it was on TV, then I watched it. I loved it. But then the early 90s, they released the Grease Mega Mix. Mega Mix. That must have been what it was. So, that so was I was just... in primary school still. And yeah. when that Grease Mega Mix came out, but that triggered the whole Grease yes, revival. revival. Mm -hmm. So it was big when I was in primary school. It was big. Yeah. We were all obsessed. We all... Knew all the words to all the songs. It was huge. Yeah, and it was played at every school disco. Every school disco. So it was <laughs> out in the 70s. So the 70s 78 kids, it everyone came out, got yeah. it. Then there was the 90s revival. Yeah, and it was also, you know, at that time in the 80s where it was everything was starting to be on video, so you could watch it. Again you, and again. You could get it and watch it again and again. So it got the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah. But then how are the... 2000s kids exposed to it, are well, they? I, just their parents forcing them to watch it. It is their parents forcing them to watch it. You must watch this because yeah. they haven't really re-released it or no. kind of... No, I know it. I know. local Dendi Cinema is showing a double feature of Grease and Xanadu um, next week, I think, oh, in honour. That'll be busy. Um, 
But yeah, it was a, it was that Grease Megamix that was played. The Grease Megamix, that's as, right. As yeah. we go, rightly pointed out, and now played at every wedding that oh, you ever go to. Yes, because it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Well, I guess that's 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 never really lost its popularity with special occasions. Is no. like gets everyone on the dance floor. No, that's everyone right. knows the songs. Yeah, so if not for that Grease Megamix, it might not have had the obsession with people of our age as it did. Because you're right, after it came out, it was the initial huge, huge, like, yeah. following and then played at every wedding and special occasion. Yeah, one of the biggest... uh, Forever more. Well, the original soundtrack's like one of the highest selling sound... Like, albums, not just soundtracks, but the highest selling albums ever. Um, It's... Yeah, then the Megamix comes out. But even talking to students at school, every class I, I spoke to, there was like four or five students who knew what Greece was. But if they knew what Greece was, then they knew all of it, all the lines, all the dancing, yes. everything yes. about it. So yes. I don't. It it doesn't have the hold that it once did because it's people don't watch TV. Yeah. Like it's was just always a show, a movie that was on. Yeah. They always played it on a. Saturday night when the families are home. It was a strange phenomenon how, yeah, it was a 78 and then what was it, 91 or something? I think, yeah, it was Early certainly 90s. Yeah. So it was a good, what, decade or more mm. after it was released that it got this yeah. new... But that was happening a bit. I've never made the, the connection before and maybe it's spurious, but like the same thing happened with Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Yeah. Like it was, came out in the seventies, was big then, and then Wayne's World used it, and then it was huge, and it yeah. seems to have been huge ever but since. But I think the good thing, like I think they could re-release it today, and it would still be as popular because it's set in the fifties. So yeah. I always, in my head, never really knew how old Olivia Newton-John was. No, that's a good point. Because she was playing a teenager, but she was actually in her yeah twenties, right? Late twenties, like yeah. twenty-eight, I think she or twenty-six, twenty twenty-eight. Yeah. Playing a teenager, it was made in the 70, 70s, but set in the fifties. So I yeah. never really could place no. the you know the era that it was made and how well they all actually were. Well, yeah, I think it was timeless to me. It was like she, she and yeah, and I think and I heard someone else make this comment last week. When you're a kid, everyone older than like twenty is old. Yeah. So that's the thing when you watch it now and you're like, that's my right. God, Rizzo's Oh, I never 33 was. A, as a kid, and, I wasn't watching it like, oh my God, they're so old playing yeah. teenagers. I was like, that's what teenagers look like. They look like, they are teenagers. <laughs> yes. One day when I'm a teenager, I yeah. will look like Daddy Zuko. Exactly. You don't, they're just, they're big. That's right. Because yeah. when you watch it now as an adult, you're like, Rizzo does not look, even Sandy. She looks our age. look no. like teenagers. But no, looks the oldest and he's not. But When he's, we watch it as a kid, we're like, well, that makes sense. They're They're, they're old. old, yeah. And People look the same from... <laughs> Once they get tall, then they're like, all right, they're, well, how old are they? Uh, 19, 77? I don't know. They're, yeah, they're yeah. 47? That's right. I don't know, yeah. yeah. Made no difference. So yeah. I really struggled to, to <laughs> place her in uh, kind of ever work out how old she was. Plus, mm. she was never really in my mind in anything else yeah, after no, that's a Mum good for point. Christmas, which is a great movie. What's Mum for Christmas? A mum for Christmas. Oh, good. I've got the stairs. Like, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Only like about. the next in line after <laughs> Zanatu and Greece in yeah. her star. I mean, has she been in anything else? I'm sure. They're the three big. <laughs> What's a mum for kids? Christmas? I know. So, the little girl, and I think her mum had passed away. She lives with her dad. 
Yeah. And there's some sort of, I don't know whether it, she was in a shop and she sees this Olivia Newton-John is the mannequin, beautiful. Oh, she comes to life? Yeah. And she says, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. wish I could, I wish for a mum. And there was someone, I don't know whether the lady was with her or she was in the shop and heard her like a, you know, her, her, um, she had like a fairy godmother. Oh, okay. And she sprinkled something or did something to the mannequin and turned into real life, which was Olivia Newton-John, right. that turned up at the little girls. Of course, the dad had advertised for a nanny. So when oh. Olivia Newton-John turns up, He's, they think, oh, this is oh, the, this nanny, the nanny. The mannequin comes to life. But it was only for a finite period of time. It's a oh, great movie. That sounds movie. crazy. She's <laughs> it so sounds a great movie. It. Have you watched it recently? I think the fairy godmother was Ray Romano's mum. Is that right? Like actual mum or the mum from the mum everyone from loves everyone Raymond? loves Raymond. Right. I feel like it might have been her. I could be, could be wrong. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen it. Never. I, I mean, I, I struggled to even piece together what you said until you said the mannequin comes to life. But I don't know. I certainly haven't seen it. But I'm sure I've heard someone tell me about a mannequin coming to life and there's Olivia Newton-John. Yes. But yeah, there's. Christmas. I think you're right. It's that's sort of. She will always be Sandy because she's hardly been in anything else. And like you said, it's set in the 50s. And you watch yeah. her when you were a kid and you're like, all right, that's, yeah. that person is Sandy. Yeah. She was so believable. As And wasn't she in like her... F- the other weird thing, I think she was in like her 40s when she was first diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah. Which again, I had no idea. I thought she was like in her 60s. Right, right, right. Because she's had it for so long. I think we all... Well, I forgot didn't realize how long she'd been fighting it yeah in my mind it was like oh she only had it a few years because she seemed so well yeah whenever you saw her touring interviewing all that Mm -hmm. but she was she was battling cancer that whole time yeah yeah which is yeah and it's funny that i mean like she's always been connected to that movie and she's always been connected I guess, and connected to, you know, breast cancer research and fundraising, really. Yes, that was her, yes. But I have another connection to Olivia Newton-John, which is that you've known my mother for a good 20 years now. She's not one for putting on the tunes Mm -hmm. and let's have a song. And I don't think I've ever said, Mum, what do you want to listen to? And got a response about what music. But I remember... The only CD that she that was either she asked for that she actually directly asked for. You ready for this? Was a CD called the Main Event, mm. not the TV show. Um, the Main Event was, I think, a, a stage spectacular that her, John Farnham, and oh. Anthony Warlow did. Oh, can you imagine? So, star power there. Yeah, star power. So. Those three, I, I have no idea. I don't think I ever listened to the CD, but it was the only time. And I, I, I want to say it was around the 2000s. Someone posted the other day a clip of Olivia Newton-John and John Farnham. I think they sang together a fair bit. They were pretty yeah. tight. Mm-hmm. Singing together at the Olympics. Like so I think that two, was... Yeah, I, I think, think they, they performed a lot around they that They performed time. at the Olympics. And they sound, inc- sound incredible sound together. Good, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then throw Anthony Warlow in, and, and then Anthony Warlow, who was like the Phantom of the Opera in Australia yes. forever, um, and 
I guess they wrote on like, you know, they were saying at the Olympics and like you said, everyone was like, that was pretty good. So and they, so then they did this spectacular yeah. called the main event, wow. which is just the cheesiest name. Um, I Are they doing covers? I think so. They so. probably did um, You're the One That I Want with John Farnham, but they did a whole lot of like duets and things like that. And uh, and uh, I'll have to look it up what the actual track listing was. Hey, Belle. Who... Um the song that uh, the main character sings in class. Which song? Uh, I can't remember. Was it when they're all dressed up or was it <laughs> just her singing by herself? Who's singing by herself. Oh, right. she's singing Hopelessly Devoted to You? Yes. Yeah? You got to listen to that in like at lunchtime because we had D&D. And yeah. Like we got to listen to it, and then I already had started coming in, and we were in a chair for. We ended up not really getting to D Right, but you like you like you're a big fan of Greece, aren't you? I need to watch it again. Yeah, you like the fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which one's who's your favorite? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have to. We'll have to watch it again, and then I can ask you. Um, I just went and looked it up, and I, yes, it, it is Ray Romano's mum. Who plays the fairy godmother in A Month of ah. Christmas. Um, her name is Doris Roberts. Doris Roberts. So they, yes, I was right. They do, uh, when they did the main event, it was just a whole mishmash, Phantom of the Opera, Hopelessly Devoted to You, Every Time You Cry. Oh, my God. Um, and then they did a You're the One That I Want, Long and Winding Road, Take Me Home, Country Road, You've Lost That Loving Feeling. That would have been good, I'm sure. Um, and then raindrops falling on my head. So just a whole lot. Don't you know it's magic? All the stuff. And then they finished with Help because that was one of John Farnham's songs. And they all sang that together. Mm. I remember that. But that was, yeah, like I said, one of the few times, the only time I can remember of my mum saying, oh, I would like that. Mm. Like, oh, I wonder how, you know, how much you listen to it. Um, but uh, what what it brings us to is her relationship with John Travolta. Right. Well, back up. Oh, a bit. sorry. Let's back up. Yeah. I have to talk about my obsession, first obsession, mm-hmm. where it goes way back to I don't know what was it, nineteen ninety one, around the Grease Mega Mix era, <laughs> full full Grease obsession. Yeah. I remember my friend at the time. We used to have sleepovers and sing that. We get that Grease soundtrack and we just sing it. Yeah. Track. <laughs> <laughs> By track, track the by track. whole thing. Yeah, and she was actually a good singer. Like she took singing lessons and was in was wanting to become an actor and do musical theatre and all this. She actually was talented. <laughs> and I remember she used yeah. to always sing the um, "Hopelessly Devoted yeah. to You." That is that is a hard number to sing. And actually I would sing it quite well. She yeah. actually had a voice, and I never uh, I would skip I would bow out at that stage, but I join in. That for would all be the... you'd go to the wings of the stage <laughs> yes. and let her have her moment. Oh, and we put on shows and we dressed up and oh my god, like full. Yeah, we, we were we were in it. There is a famous video which I don't think Noel's age eleven. Yeah. Uh, where I think again someone Noel's age. This is Wigo's sister danced just in her lounge room to the Grease Mega Mix. I don't know why it was filmed and I don't know why it was saved, but it is probably still around somewhere. And it's just that thing of just like this Mega Mix hits. Yeah. I don't know, when you're that age, just, I don't know, all the emotions in it. Yes. It's all on the surface. I guess that's what makes it a good musical as well. Yeah. 
And I'm not much of a musical person, having just seen Matilda and, you know, enjoyed it and cried. Um, but Grease is, yeah, I don't know, Grease is the word. And the more, the older I got, the more I liked different songs. Yes. And now I just think, like, the first song, Grease is the word, the Frankie Valli song. I think that's just... Great song. That's, that's the best song in the soundtrack. I don't know how many times I've seen that movie. Mm. A lot. A lot. Well, Noelle wants to watch it, so I'm sure we'll put we'll it on it this weekend and, and watch it's it again. It's very entertaining. Oh, so entertaining. So you would sing the whole thing and bow out and have your, have your she moments? She would have her moments. Now, when you did like Summer Nights or oh, You're the One Did I Want, did you... I have a feeling we may have done a group parts? performance oh. of it for the um, talent show of course. at school. I feel like maybe we did... One of the songs got yeah. There was a big group of us sang it. It would have made an appearance at the school Absolutely. talent show. Absolutely, no surprises there. No, no. We I know we out. used to pretend to be the um, T Birds, uh, and you know, rocking and rolling and whatnot. That was always a, a line we used to say. Like, what's what's happening? Oh, you know, rocking and rolling and whatnot, <laughs> um, and all of that. So, what's the matter with you, baby? What's the matter with me? Uh, all of that, all of the good Nanny Zuko lines. But that is... was our introduction to John Travolta. Yeah, um, and and the John Travolta is. And they're never seen again until Pulp Fiction. No, no, you're wrong. <laughs> what else is he? In? See, this is the weirdest thing about John Travolta. Yeah, not no, no, that's clearly not true. <laughs> There's a lot of weird things about yes. John Travolta. Uh, so. Greece, right, came out, I think, just after Saturday Night Fever. Oh, right? yeah, it just, but, yeah, it, it was, yes, he'd filmed it, but it hadn't come out yeah, yet. Yeah, but I never saw Saturday Night Fever. I never seen it either. I still haven't seen it. I, yeah. All I ever saw of Saturday Night Fever were parodies. They parodied it on the goodies, which I knew when I was a kid. They parodied it on um, Flying High yeah. slash Airplane, which I've seen 900 times. And knew, oh, that's from Saturday Night Fever. So in my head, that's all I knew about Saturday Night Fever was the walk down the street, the BG soundtrack, and the dancing in the mm. white outfit. And that's all I, I thought it was a movie about people dancing. Um, so then Gr- Grease was all John Travolta, but it was Look Who's Talking. Oh, that's right. That's where we knew John Travolta from. Yeah. So all I knew him from was he was in Greece and he was in these movies where there was a baby that where you could hear the babies in a monologue. It wasn't Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis the was baby. the voice. Yeah. Kirstie Alley was in it and then there was Look Who's Talking Two, which I'm pretty sure I saw at the cinema. He got a sister who was played by Roseanne. Yeah. And then I don't know, Look Who's Talking Three had a dog in it, but I think I was out by then. Right. So then then he's His in star Pulp is Fiction. rising. Well, and yes. then nothing no. until Pulp Fiction. So, look who's talking is a massive hit. But Pulp Fiction was only. And then Pulp Fiction is 90, 94. 94. So he yeah. had really nothing much happening. There was not. Until he's then. in a really good movie. I want to say it's called Blowout, which is really good. I think it's a department and movie. And he's so good in yeah. Pulp Fiction. Too. And he's so good in again, a lot of movies. Was there much happening after Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fi- after Pulp Fiction, he was everywhere. Just not in good movies. He made Michael. He made Phenomenon. He made... Oh, yeah. Was he in Con Air? Or am I thinking No, he made Face Off. Face he Off. He made Broken it, Arrow. He was in a lot yeah. of movies that got a lot of, like, but, buzz. And people yeah. went to see them. And he was in a lot of stuff. But nothing that hit. He was in Get Shorty, which is great. Oh, that's right. So there were a lot... He, he went through a run 
yeah. of like four years where he was in everything and then he made Battlefield Earth and everyone was like that's bad but it was only when I li- lived in England and we just flicked through the channels and Sunday Night Fever was starting mm. and we were like oh that's what I've never seen this and we were living with Craig and he was like I've never seen it and we started watching it and it's the iconic walk down the street. That movie is not about people having a fun time on the dance floor. Yes. It's really good. Yeah. He's really good in it. It's it's got, you know, some but it's, it's dated so badly. With him. He's obviously like clearly a very good actor. He's a wonderful singer and dancer. Yeah. But he's very up and down and not really in like not really got recognition <clears throat> as in like as in being an actor. Yeah. It is, I don't know, he's so, like, him, he's clearly him and good. Olivia Newton-John in Greece are so magnetic, right? Maybe it was their curse, though, as well, that it's just like... It's possible. You know, they're so stereotyped, both of them. But he was in a lot of stuff. He has been in a lot, but so not... I don't not understand. Ever and the then heights. even, like, you know, like, even in Pulp Fiction... They get him to dance. Yeah, and get shorty. That's right. He dances. That's right. He's the, yeah, so, and that's a comment on like cast. his other dancing. So, it's kind of weird, of how even how he was used. But I mean, Pulp Fiction, it's just you know, it's it's untouchable. That we we know how He's we feel so about that. So perfectly cast in it, but but up and down with his career. I mean, a star, a huge star. I mean, it's John yeah. Travolta. But yeah, as, as opposed to, I'm thinking of someone like. Tom Cruise, you know, Tom Cruise never has had a dip. He's consistently been pumping out good movies and yeah. roles and on what? our screens without what? a break since he did. He have came. a break after the, all the couch jumping and stuff like that. I don't know if he did. I, know, he, I, don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, no. The only issue with that, I like. I know you love your Tom Cruise, and the only issue I have with him is that he he made all these interesting movies around the two thousands. He tried to get yeah, yeah. And, but but he, and then he went nah. I didn't get an uh, didn't get an Oscar for I didn't it, get an so Oscar. I'm just gonna make heaps of money and do the box I'll office just smash do hits. All of this stuff. He did because he was in interview with a interview with a vampire. Yeah. Um, what else was he in? So born on the fourth. Oh, of July. born on the fourth of July. He's he the did, he's the best thing in Rain Man. Rain Man. Yeah, I can yeah. forget how many good things he was yeah. in. But then he was in like Magnolia. Magnolia. On Collateral and yes. Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. Really, Kubrick. really interesting He ventured choices. into, and you know, oh, this isn't a Tom Cruise love fest, but the man <laughs> hasn't had a down period. He's like, and now he's just pumping movies. Unless you don't like Tom Cruise, then you're like, I think of 30 years of down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, you're right. But it's it's interesting, isn't it? He's like, not just like oh, and then he was in a bunch of like movies that no one saw. Or, yeah, really terrible. Because even the art house ones, like Eyes Wide Shut and Vanilla Sky, Vanilla I know you're Sky, a big fan of. I like that one, and yeah, or maybe that didn't get as many people seeing it, but no. But he's never had a dip. Hmm. No. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I just think it's like John Travolta, as good as he is, equally yeah. like you know, really. He's a good actor and he can sing and dance and do everything, but yeah, I think I don't he's know. been in a lot of shit. I don't know if he, cho- if he chose, or he couldn't play, like he's in Face Off and he's in Broken Arrow, but he didn't really do more like action stuff. Mm. But that's all, I don't know. He, is he not physical? Is he not imposing? I don't know. Maybe he's got a limited range. Like he Maybe can just he do, does. this is the thing I'm going to play and I'll 
and I can't really go out of it. I don't know. It's an interesting career. Yeah, it's just funny to me definitely. that like what we know him for and that like in the space of like six months he had Saturday Night Fever and Grease again two of the highest selling not just soundtracks they're probably the two highest selling soundtracks ever yeah. um, in the space of like six months he was in those two movies anyway this brings us to modern so, collaboration so neither of them had too much I mean surely they had stuff going on yeah. He was making shit movies. She was working on the, you know, doing all the fundraising with yeah. the breast cancer awareness and, um, you know, doing all of that. But they somehow had some time on their hands. <laughs> yeah. The story behind this is never fully explained. They were always remain friends. Yes. So they, the only reason we it's came across... It's very heartwarming. You know, and I don't know if it's apocryphal, but didn't he demand that she be in Greece wasn't that part yes, of his condition he was wanted that... her in that movie yeah because I've heard I've been listening to podcasts and things about her obviously in the last few weeks and I've heard this story a few times and heard her say it herself was that he wanted her the director also wanted her yeah they approached her and she said no um she had just <laughs> been in a really shit movie and her, her music career was going well yeah right. and she didn't want to risk another bad movie and you know, she said, "I'd rather, you know, I'd rather just keep going with my music yeah. and wait for a good role, you know, like down the track." No, thank you. Mm. And plus, the script it was a bit wild and weird, and yeah, and playing a teenager being the age she was. But John Travolta was so set on it. He walked her, walked up to her house and met with her, and yeah. yeah, she said, "You know, he was very convincing." And she said, "Let's like I really like you." They had lunch or whatever, and she said. I want to do a screen test with you. Yeah, right. Just see how we come across, what the chemistry is like, and are we believable as teenagers? And yeah. <laughs> so they didn't want her to. They didn't want her to audition, but she yeah. asked to do a screen test to make sure the chemistry was right. And yeah, and then she said, only after that was Saturday Night Fever oh, released, okay. and she saw that and was like, well. I've Made the right decision. This is going to go all right. This yeah. is going to go all right. Right. So then, in about what 2011 or something. So I don't know why 2011. They're both, let's say, they're in a lull. <laughs> yes, in a lull. And they're still great mates. They've always been great mates, which I, I love it when every yeah, talk when they really she, she just like stayed friends with journalists that interviewed her. She's like she stayed friends stays with in them. contact with them. She's mm. very lovely. So they stay great mates all over the years. And 2011 rolls around. <laughs> I don't know which. I don't actually don't know the story behind it. But no, I don't either. Maybe. I I got the album. So they made a Christmas album together, singing well some original songs. Yeah, some original, but most of them the are classics. Classics, yeah. Duetting um, a Christmas album. So you, you got it like a. I got a it as a joke or present. A Chris so Kringle like thing or? at my work we were saying you know spend five dollars or ten dollars oh, or whatever right, on a right. present for your teammate and it can be like a joke a silly present so you just get something silly to make people laugh and i think i got it there yes. as yeah um john travolta it was in some bargain bin somewhere five bucks. christmas album so of course we listened to it and we were like let's let's get on this this mm. is yeah that's right up our alley immediately was like and yeah, one of the is... songs was so Bad, so bad, so cheesy, so bad. Yet it's it's so good because it's just so 
so so bad mm-hmm. that we had to well i think i found out that there was a film clip they so, yeah, had made we, li- a film we clip. listened to it and we're like what is this song and then we li- had to listen to it and find the lyrics and go the lyrics are terrible what is going on here it's just yeah i'll play a bit of it at uh at the end of this episode, and you'll all love it. I, I could, I like could play it. anything from Greece. I mean, that'll be the name of the episode for sure. I mean, I could play anything from Greece, but no. But to... I think it was, we started playing it in the car. And we both, whenever mm-hmm. that one would come we'll on, just annoy our children. We were but... like, "Oh God, this is terrible!" But it would get stuck in your head. And then I just googled to see if there was, or one of us, I don't know. We we put it into YouTube to see if there was a film clip. Film clip, and yes, indeed, there was. A terrible film clip that you wouldn't believe these these people. That's what I said. They have loads of money. They mm-hmm. could have done anything they want, but yeah. they made the cheesiest. Yeah. With their family members present. It's like it's the it's worst. Like you and your friend, <laughs> you, like you, Justine, and your friend have, I don't know, two grand, and you've made a song, and then someone said, oh. Um, we're going to make a video. When? Tomorrow. <laughs> Who can you get? Oh, my family's here. Good, bring them. Bring them. Like, the production is <clears throat> terrible. It's really bad. Yeah. And these people have... Look, they've got people in the know. They could have had someone actually... Direct. Create, direct. Film, like, edit. Even just them sitting and singing. Yeah. You know, in a well-lit room would have been better than this monstrosity but it would not have been better and that's the thing that's the key <laughs> so we have recreated this we've we've um learnt the moves yep we've done the dance not hard it's not it's not hard but and it is again the, these are the stars of greece saturday night fever yeah let's get physical oh god they cannot dance no the dance moves are terrible it's so strange and it's yeah, it's just magical, isn't it? And they look like they're having a good time. They're having a good time. They're having a good time. But they I, did a bit, we did but, find but keep that for your home movies. We like, did find the, an interview where they were like, we literally had like an yes, afternoon. That is what happened. Yeah, <laughs> we had an afternoon. It's John Travolta. I think he's at his airport where he you know lands his private plane. It is and, so bad. And I think they filmed a lot of it there. And, yeah. And they just and then at the airport. And it's like. So one of them got their kids to be like, you could make it. And then they filmed it and edited it and put it together. It's and just at the incredible. Uh, and every Christmas, it's not Christmas until, you know, when we decorate the tree, when we put the tree up on whenever that is, the end of November. What's the actual name of the album? Oh, God, I don't know the actual name of the album. but the. So it's called This Christmas, album by John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Tracks are Baby It's Cold Outside, <laughs> Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, I'll Be Home for Christmas. And they're all cheesy, like very this cheap. This Christmas, Silent Night, The Christmas Waltz, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Winter Wonderland, White Christmas, I Think You Might Like It, This Is Our Absolute Favourite. So this is so it's the only Christmas original themed, but it's a, an original song. Yes, it's the and only. then we've got the Christmas song, Deck the Halls and Old Anxiety. Yeah, so it's just thrown in there, but... The, the joy of it. Did they write it? Is it written by oh, them? I doubt it. The joy, again, might have been one of the children who are in the video. The joy of it is oh. at Christmas, like I said, it, it, it's not Christmas until we put up the tree. Hang on, kids. We're just going to put on some Christmas music, and that's the first song that gets played to eye rolls while Jazz and I dance around the house. Um, but 
at Christmas time, anyone who has worked with me knows that I send this to everyone as many times as I can, like the video, as links to other things. So it's yeah. like a Rick roll, but I do it with this song. So I just <laughs> say, oh, all right, here's, here's the new lesson plan. Here's the new unit outline for next year. Can you have a look over it? And then I'll say, and then I'll click on that and that'll be the right link. And then I'll say, also, there's another resource list here. And then they click on it and it goes to the video. I love it. It makes me so well, they, happy. They didn't write it. Some man called John Farrow wrote it. No, well, there you go. Some man. <laughs> Again, John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, you could ask the... I mean, this guy, maybe he is a really good, famous songwriter. I don't know. He didn't do a good, good job here. Oh, I will gr- judge him from this. Unless they said, write the cheesiest, mm-hmm. worst song. Yeah. That we can just muck around to. But again, you say if it's bad and the video's bad. The brief. But when we heard the sad news about Olivia's passing, four or five people sent me links, sent me the link to that song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll be playing this today. <laughs> solemn, solemn uh, ideas. I know it's a an audio, a podcast is an audio medium, but please, if you don't know what we're talking about, go and find the video of Think You Might Like It. I'll post it when I post this episode because it's just unbelievable. I showed it to my students and they were like, I said, we're watching all of it, by the way. I know you're going to go, this they is terrible. They know it's bad. Surely they know it's bad. Like, they do. They like, oh, I don't, I don't they look like they're having a joke. Like they're having a good I know, time. but there's a whole, like half of the video, they're not in it. It's just other people yeah. doing weird dance. It's just appalling. <laughs> like I said, like get so your family to get, get yeah. your neighbours. They can be in it. Good. Yes. Done. All right. <laughs> moving on. It's like Ed Wood. Cut. Perfect. Let's move on. Yep. Everything's fine with this. But anyway. All right. Well, that's that's where we'll and leave love, it. And the dance moves were created in like a minute. So they're, they're not great. They're not great. No. It's, it's, it's like I said, it's like two... Friends, been friends a long time. Wrote a song. Let's make a video. Let's make a silly film. Yeah, clip we'll to have go a good time. It. We'll play it at the office Christmas party, and everyone will have a good Little time. Little did they know it would yeah. start this chain reaction of and we'll live on of absolute obsession. Yeah, and you went through a lovely phase where you imposed our faces on all the press <laughs> images on the CD cover. <laughs> that we could find or had our faces on Well, there's it. a series of cheesy Christmas shots with Olivia Newton-John that we... Yeah. Um, there's one you did that's so good on. that I showed people this week. Like, oh, this is when I met Olivia Newton-John and they're like, really? <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, it's a Christmas thing. And I'm like, that's not me. That's John Travolta. I'm like, oh. So there's certain points in our lives where Olivia Newton-John mm. has, you know... Impacted us. Impacted us. And you know what? Always in a positive way. Always in a positive way, yes. Yeah. She, she, Never in a she negative seemed way. like a pretty positive lady. She was. She was. All Never right. to be forgotten. No, that's right. And I'll play you out with her greatest achievement. <laughs> I think you might like it. Will anyone care about <laughs> us talking about Olivia Newton-John? Hey, it went for 40 minutes, which is outrageous. Christmas I thought it was going to be like... 17 minutes tops <laughs> probably not anyway thank you justine you're welcome <laughs> and that's it
comes my hometown. So good to get my wheels down. I'm coming home tonight. I, I, I. Here comes that magical spell of Christmas Eve. There's nothing you can do but wear your heart upon your sleeve. My mind is going a little crazy knowing you're coming home tonight. In future, I wonder if I did an entire episode as Werner Herzog, whether people would, you know, be interested in listening to that. If I said, welcome to the Chattering Classes, uh, a podcast which we use to help us ignore the reality of grim certain death. <laughs>